0: Ben the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Today, we are into John 9 of A Game of Thrones, and in the Maester's study, we we will be covering Mole's Town. Yeah, you know, it's interesting
1: that we're on this chapter, because in this chapter, you know, we have John make some big, important life decisions. Yeah, He does. <laughs> you know he's should I should I go? should I should I should I stay or should I go you right now. and um, yeah, that's right where Sir Ezra's at.
0: That's right where now. I'm at. right now. <laughs> I am deciding should I stay or should I go? That's crazy. Um, how do I put this? let me let me just so John swore he said the words. he, he did. said the words. I you know what I've not said the words. okay. <laughs> So, if I haven't said the words, I can leave. And you it's know what? True. I can leave anytime I want. Uh, here's the thing. I, <laughs> let's just have a little intervention here. Um, Should Sir Ezra quit his job that he hates? <laughs> that I hate. <laughs> yes, is yeah. the answer. Well, the crazy thing. And I, it's, it's like, I would just say, in all seriousness, I have some big uh, decisions to make here, I think, very soon. And, I don't know, man. It's just like... Mental health is important. Um, Family is important. Uh, there are things that are—I don't know—you you, got to have your priorities straight. I think, and we only get one chance at this. You know, we get one life. We live once. Hey, I so, encourage anybody
1: who's working at a job that they hate to quit. Not worth it.
0: That's 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 my that's my advice. That's my advice for the. Day. That's, that's Matt's advice. Uh, no, I mean you know there are a lot of factors, right? I mean, some people are like well, I got three kids. I got this I got that all that kind of stuff everybody's in a different place and sometimes I've been thinking a lot like I was talking to a good buddy of mine Lane this weekend and it's like man the only person who can really make the decision is is me it's you you know it's like if you're sitting you're sitting in your chair uh, you're in your position you know what's going on and I don't know man that like you got to do what's best for you right? Yeah. So Hey, hey, I'm all about it, man. You know, there's nothing I mean, why should you
1: the way I view it is why should you sit around and spend a year at a job you hate just for like a 50 cent pay raise? Yeah. Is it really is that worth it? No, nah,
0: man, I just find something better. So.
1: Yeah. So, that's anyways, that's how I
0: view it. I get you. Yeah, and that's So, a lot is happening. The the episode's a little bit delayed uh, for for reasons uh, like that, and uh, yeah, I hope to be making a really happy announcement soon, so we, mm-hmm. we shall see. I I just need, like, I don't know, it's, something's going on. You know, when, it's like sign after sign after sign. Like, I've been talking to Sir Matt, and it's like, well, this happened, then this happened, then there's a sign here. It's like, mm-hmm. how many signs do I need from R'hllor before I yeah. actually just, you know, Give over to the flame. I don't know, man. So that's where I'm at. That's what I'm thinking about. Uh and no, and and actually I don't worship Relore. Sorry about that. I, I I am of the old you know, the old gods yeah. and their whisperings. You know, that's that's where I'm at. So Alright. Um so, anyways, okay, you know, enough about me, Sir Matt. Uh, everything going well? You were you were at? Um, I did, man. I went to the. Uh, <laughs> you were at a I went to the Oregon Ducks, Ducks game. game? We at a Ducks uh, game. My girlfriend's
1: dad has uh, season tickets. You know, I'm not. I'm not a duck fan. Obviously, I'm a Buckeye fan. Uh, so I love hanging out with them because I can just. I just love to talk about that. That you know, the, the first college football national championship. You know, it's just. It's great. It's great talking to him with it, uh, you know, so, or or bringing yep. up that it was like the twenty eleven uh, <laughs> or two thousand nine Rose Bowl <laughs> there with Terrell Pryor. You know, it was great too. So, um, but yeah, I know it was really cool. You know, that stadium is a lot smaller than yeah. I guess I thought. Like uh, getting getting in, I mean, it's a really nice stadium. It's really pretty down there in Eugene, Oregon. Mm. Um. Everybody who I hung out with was super cool. They're all super nice. Uh they destroyed Montana. Um but I don't think anybody was expecting that cuz Oregon's ranked I think 15th or something like that. So uh but it was nice, you know, a lot of food, uh hanging yeah. out. Um good game, really
0: nice seats. Uh so it was uh yeah, it was,
1: it was a fun time.
0: Nice. It's awesome. That's good. That's good. Nice to get out and enjoy some some football fall's coming. It's just mm-hmm. a nice nice time, you know, so
1: yeah, I mean, our Buckeyes, you know, destroyed Indiana. They so did.
0: That's always good. That's always
1: good, man. They did. You know I, mean? <laughs> I, I was, always, always,
0: always love that. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Um, cool beans. Here we go. Heading over to the uh, Captain's Report. So we've got uh, Lord Robert, the unfrozen of House Butler, uh, keeping us up to date here. And so what was this one was? Um, let me try to find this real quick. This Were we talking about John's parents? I believe so. In this one? Uh, there was another one too that came out recently. Uh, I can't ever keep track of of whether we're ahead on the polls or we're behind on the polls, uh, so we're gonna, gonna have to figure that out. But
1: well, so, once you quit your job, you'll have more time to be be on top of all that. So
0: yeah, no kidding. I mean, like literally, <laughs> no, no joke. Uh, <laughs> people are like, "Wow, now you've said it, so you kind of have to have to do it, right?" Yeah, no, nah. it's expect, it's expected. No, nah, no, nah. it's just it's just decisions and things and. Yeah, he's got to weigh weigh the options here. Um, Okay, let me find this real quick. So this is, uh, let's see, Mr. Butler. uh, Because we have John's parents. Most recent from him. Oh, no, okay, so we have two. So we've got his parents. Last week's results were Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark. 71 votes? Holy cow. 71 votes. Uh, Five votes for Eddard Stark and Ashara Dane. And three votes for Shmi, Skywalker, and the Force. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's possible. You never know. It's possible. Uh, it looks like this week we have going on, or maybe it's wrapping up today, uh, is the Grand Northern Conspiracy. So we'll we'll touch on that next week.
1: hmm Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, uh, should we head over to the Macer study? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Um, you have pulled up here in Molestown, right? So this is, this is mm-hmm. uh, John Heads there this week.
1: Yeah, let me just, uh, let me actually just pull pull it up here. So, you know, Molestown, we hear about it quite a bit and we, and we go there, uh, not, not very, not very often, but, um, you know, it's that, it's that village that's just kind of south of Castle Black. And, um, it's kind of a poor village. There's not really a lot there. There's really just kind of like, you know, a couple, a couple houses, like a tavern and, uh, you know, like a, a brothel, which is where most, most of what we hear about the, the Night's Watch men, you know, kind of ro- running down to Molestown, uh to hit that up. But there's a handful of events that kind of take place there. So um, it says three quarters of the village is beneath, uh, lie beneath ground in deep, damp, warm cellars and vaults connected by a warren of tunnels. Buildings above ground include like a smith, a stable and a small number of, um, you know, uh, just houses, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're cut. Kind- kind of wood kind of you know just think about like a tiny little uh little village i like to think about like lord of the rings you know the the just the the the, pr- the prancing pony oh yeah right? over in Bree, that, yeah yeah that little that little village it, you know it's uh you yeah know, same same uh same kind of thing you know so it's said that brothers of the night's watch go to Molestown to dig uh to dig or mine for buried treasure wow which is just the just what they say uh you know in their um Heading over to the heading over to the brothel there, but um, yeah. yeah, we go there a hand, a handful of times, and this is where uh, John essentially will ride to today. You know, he rides he rides just past it, and then they kind of convince him to go um, back to Castle Black there. But yeah, uh, there's a pretty cool picture on on the wiki, and um, yeah, I mean it's just that's it's, it's kind of like uh, it reminds me of Hogsmeade in Harry yeah. Potter. You yeah, you know, hey, just th- that little town that's just that's just that's just right over there, and that's. Right. that's where these guys head from time to time
0: right yeah I think it's neat that it is uh, it's it's buried beneath the ground like a lot of it is underneath mm-hmm. the ground so you can go in these different places like even today the brothel the way it's like this little shack uh, so it's right. nothing more than a shack that you, you enter like a, a privy or like an outhouse um, it has a red lantern that's hung over the door and that's how you get inside it's it's mm-hmm. kind of hysterical I would love to be the king of Molestown so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And that's where
1: that's where Sam takes Gilly. Uh, you know, when when Agret is and mm-hmm. the Then are, you know, raiding. We see that in the show, right? And um Agret does not kill Gilly and the baby and so yeah. that's that's where that's
0: where they're at there. So Yeah. Yep. So yeah, just a little bit on moles down there. Uh Pretty cool stuff. It, as Sir Matt said, referenced a lot. So we'll come back to it in the Clash of Kings, the Storm of Swords, and 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 uh, A Dance of Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like the end at the crossroads, just in the north. Yep.
1: So oh. okay, well, uh, should we jump into the reread here, yep. Sir Ezra? Let's get after it. Uh, all right, so. Last week, we were in Tyrion Nine, where news of Robb Stark's victory at River Run had prompted uh, you know a vigorous deba- debate amongst the Lannister men. Uh, after dis- dismant- uh, dismissing the officers, Lord Tywin uh, details their precarious position to Tyrion. and dispatches him to King's Landing to serve as the hand of the king and keep Joffrey from uh, you know running them all, you know, ruining everything essentially. Yeah. Uh, and Tyrion decides to take Shay with him, you know, despite what his father tells him. So, the last time we were with John, John 8, John is presented with the Valyrian Steel Sword Longclaw by Lord Commander Mormont. John attempts to refuse, but the commander insists. Later, John gets a message that Maester Aemon wants to see him. The maester knows that John is divided uh, between his duty and his family loyalties. And explains, um, you know, that he that he sympathizes. When John rejects his empathy, the old man reveals uh, that he is Aemon Targaryen, son of King Maker <clears> the First. So this week, John Nine John deserts in the middle of the night, determined to join his brother Rob in the quest for vengeance. Uh, you know, south of Molestown, his friends catch up with him and bring him back. In the morning, Lord Commander Mormont reveals that he knows about the night's events and convinces John to stay and join him on a great ranging beyond the Wall.
0: Yeah, yeah. there's some other family he has to help out with. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, epic. This is this is a good chapter, and it's it's a good moment mm-hmm. for Mormont too. Just to, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, all right, as always. I'll read the first little uh paragraph here the mare wickered softly as john snow tightened the cinch easy sweet lady he said in a soft voice quieting her with a touch wind whispered uh, through the stable a cold dead breath on his face but john paid it no mind he strapped his roll to the saddle his scarred fingers stiff and clumsy ghost he called softly to me and the wolf was there eyes like embers you know, uh, John. Please, you must not do this. He mounted the, uh, the reins in his hand and wheeled the horse around to face the knight. Uh, Samuel Tarley stood in the stable door, a full moon peering over his shoulder. He threw his giant shadow, immense and black. Get out of my way, Sam. Mm.
0: Yeah, good old Sam. You know, he's just trying to help a help a friend out. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. as, as I said, John has said the words. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a Sam. Yeah, he has. <laughs> so it it's. It's pretty cool how like in, in George's writing, you know, they've all said the words and if you were going high fantasy, then like, oh, you're bound to your words and you no one ever questions it. They, everyone stays. But really, that's not that's not the case. It's not that's not reality. There are some people who struggle with it. And the reason John will struggle here is because like his father's been killed. His brother's riding to war. I mean, it's mm-hmm. well, I mean, what, what's 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 he supposed to do? And so that instant knee jerk, especially for a young a young man here, uh, the knee jerk reaction is to yeah, ride off to war, like forget yeah. it. They're just words. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's he's you know he's the only family
1: he's. He, I mean, he just lost his he lost his father. Uh, you know, his. Uh, we know they have one of the sisters. We don't know about the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, he, he's he's in the position. You got to think about the the way information travels during you know, in, in, in this, this, the setting here is it's all by Ravens. So it's not really like you, you hear rumors and we hear that a lot too. Um, especially like in the next book where everyone's kind of sp- gets a little more spread out. Um, you know, we, we, see it a lot with Aria. She's traveling around, you know, you hear rumors about what Rob's doing. You hear rumors about this and, and, and this, and um, that's the way it goes. So that's, that's what you've got to imagine. John is hearing and thinking too about these, what, what's going on yep. with his family
0: yeah for sure you know uh another thing too something that struck me when I was reading this chapter is John comes to Castle Black and he's looking for maybe like belonging it's just weird how he's torn he has mm-hmm. he has his siblings air quote siblings his his father uh no mother he's got his uncle Benjamin who he can go with, and he's always felt really close with him um and he goes up here looking for a type of belonging while he's there, really uh these other, his other friends, who who actually ride him down and will, will find him, they almost connect with him more. It's like they also were looking for belonging and and right and and this this um fellowship or this this brotherhood uh, to be a part of. And it's not until this moment I think that John really realizes that he's a part of something now, and he has a place, and he belongs. And he's got a purpose, and he knows what he's supposed to do. Sort of, I guess that's what Commander Mormont will give him, and that's what these. That's what Sam is trying to do here. They're all trying to show him that you're, you're one of us now. We're together. We're in this together. And they, they, I think, are happier with that. You know, Sam also being shunned by his father and not really having a place there. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, his, his mom loved him and his sister and things. But it's just everyone wants to have friends and, and find a place where you belong and stuff. And it seems like they had bonded up until this point. And John just kind of gets overwhelmed by this idea that he has to go help his brother
1: yeah yeah i mean you're you're 100 right on that it's they all i mean what it's like what would john have had had he stayed in winterfell yeah i mean he talks about it, he's like i could have done this i could have done that but it just wasn't it wasn't the thing for him so i mean i think for john i mean he doesn't really know this you know but the potential mm-hmm. uh and the books you know about of his of his birth yeah. obviously but um, you know, had he had he stayed, he just he would have just immediately gone with with Rob and and yeah. fought and f- been and been fighting anyway. So
0: and been killed at the Red Wedding.
1: Yep. I mean, I mean, po- it's possible, man. I mean, Jon Snow. You know, uh, we see he almost dies. At, at least, you know, he al- he gets from from the show. Right, he yep. almost dies in the Battle of the Bastards. Uh yep. you know he gets he gets beat up a lot in a lot of other battles. <laughs> I, I mean in the sh- I mean, it's it's
0: definitely possible. I mean in the in the show he he dies and comes back in the books he's dead. Okay, so let's right. just get that straight. Right, right. So uh, All right, cool. So um yeah, but he he rides past Sam and and takes off right and he's out in this um it talks about the the moonlight uh silvered the hills as he followed the twisting ribbons of the king's road. He needed to get as far away from the wall as he could before they realized he was gone. On the morrow, he could leave the road and strike out overland through field and brush and stream to throw off the pursuit. But for the moment, speed was more important than deception. And you know he kind of talks about, the, I guess, if he were to cut across land, it's like it's going to be slower, it, or the countryside. He could, you know, the, the horse could break a leg. He could be thrown from it, break a neck, all that good stuff. And it's just not something he's interested in doing right now. He thinks speed is the way to go. Um, Mm -hmm. And he kind of curses himself later for taking the king's road and being so obvious about just riding out. Um, Right. Well, I mean, he, he, he he says here, you know, it says, the old bear was
1: accustomed to rise at first light, so John had until dawn to put as many leagues as he could between him and the wall, if Sam did not betray him. You know the fat boy was uh, dutiful and easily frightened, but he loved John like a brother. Question: Sam would doubtless tell them the truth, but John could not imagine him braving the guards in front of the king's tower to wake Mormont from sleep. Um, so, yeah, I mean that that John, your best chance is to if you if you're going to do this right, is to get as far away as you possibly can.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's and it's, and you know, it's not really like the Nights Watch have a a huge. You know, party to be able to send after a deserter at this point. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and the crazy thing is, though. Yeah, I mean, just to kind of because we we've all read the chapter and and just to jump around here, it's like at this point in time, Mormon has a watch on him, right? He's he's they've they've, they've already they've set a watch and they're out waiting for him. Uh, so there's a net to cast out there. He knows, and I don't know. It's almost like he he John needed to do this, and then. Show his hand, I guess, for Mormont to call him out. I mean, if he were to set ahead of time, "Hey, I've got a net cast, and you're not going to be able to make it out of here." Well, then maybe he bides his time. He hides. He buries those feelings, and and uh, we don't we don't deal with it. And I think so. What Mormont does in not telling him that I'm keeping a watch on you. I mean, he kind of was actually. He did know to to some degree, right? Until he saved Mormont, that that there was a a watch set on him. But he's still he's still keeping a close eye on him uh, here and. John also is is struggling with the is he doing the right thing. So even as he's riding, we have this character development taking place this this inner this inner kind of dialogue, these these thoughts mm-hmm. of of him deciding you know, what would what is what is his brother going to think about this? What would his father think of him saying the words and then leaving the night's watch? He he even says that he has no one to really talk to except for the old gods who don't really talk back. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, um,
1: you know, I I like that uh, John John talks about it a little bit, uh, you know, later here when he's talking about um, how would he like how you have to like ditch your clothes, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like if you were to abandon the wall, sir, Ezra, how would you do it?
0: Well, you know, he, he talks about it. Uh, I I think. If you were dessert, if you were to desert, how 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 would you how would you go about it? Well, first let me answer. One, let me say one thing. If 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 you're John and this event happens and he's just trying to get out of there quickly, it's kind of a dead giveaway. Right. You'd almost want to bide your time and sort of like plan it out more. He just rushes off because he's impulsive right. and he's young. Uh, if you really were trying, if you let's say you're a veteran there and you're just sort of like I'm done with this, uh, right. much like you are with your with your job. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would go ranging north of the wall i'd, I'd pull a Benjen stark you know you wow. know he is over in essos or he maybe he's maybe he was sailed he sailed west west of westeros okay uh and he's just enjoying himself over i don't know on on some some beach or some shore he's i don't know he's having a good time uh, yeah I, w- I would go on a ranging and i would disappear would that's how you
1: would. Do, that's how you do it. You would do it north of the wall, man. That does not. I would totally do it south of the wall. Yeah, I. Uh... And all you got, all you got to do is, all you got to do is change your clothes. I mean, this that's why they they find. Oh God, who's the guy at the very beginning of the book? Um. Oh yeah, in the prologue. Yeah. Yeah, I'm blanking on his name right now, but um, that's how they find him is because he's he's wearing the black. Yeah. All you gotta do is not be wearing the black, and then you're you're, you're pretty much set to go because nobody's gonna question whether you were in the Nights Watch or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was it was a Will or 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 Jared, right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's one. It's one it's, of those I'd two. Have, I, it's one of those two. I'd I'd have I'd have to go. I'd have to go look. But yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, John. You know, John talks a little bit more about here about you know what like he starts he starts to have a little like kind of. I guess remorse or regret. He's 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 clearly thinking about you know. says like when John did not appear to fetch the old bearish breakfast from the kitchen, they'd look in his cell and they'd find Longclaw on the bed. It had been uh, hard to abandon it, but John was not so lost to honor to take it with him. Even Jora Mormont had not done that when he fled in disgrace. Doubtless Lord Mormont would find someone more worthy of the blade. John felt bad when he thought of the old man. He knew his assertion would be. His desertion would be salt in the still raw wound of his son's disgrace that seemed a poor way to repay him for his trust, but it couldn't be helped no matter what he did. John felt
0: as though he was betraying someone mm-hmm yeah yeah uh yeah what's what's he supposed to do i mean mm-hmm. it's he's in a he's in a tough spot right um mm-hmm. yeah huh well, and uh let's see here so- so He's he's writing. He's thinking about all those things that enter uh, debates happening. Uh, he refers back to Tyrion Lannister, right? He claimed that most men would rather deny a hard truth than face it. Uh, but Jon was done with denials. He was who he was. He was a bastard. He was an oath breaker, motherless, friendless, damned. All this, all these different things. So he really is um, kind of just like this is who I am. Fine, you know, I'm I'm this type of person, and he puts himself in this category where you know, people categorize bastards and they think they're untrustworthy they're we we talked about that with Bloodraven and um and how even egg sort of views bastards as being evil and and not someone you can trust and what have you so he throws himself he lumps himself in with that lot and it's a uh, it's not good because he's 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 making a a poor a poor choice See, and he's settled right in his in his desertion i mean he's he's deserting and it is actually his friends who are going to convince him to come back yeah well they bring him yeah. back and then it's just really it's Mormont too who, who has the final sort of you know actually
1: yeah. convinces him yeah i mean um yeah uh he talks a little bit here too about um you know, it's just, uh, so as he's kind of riding out, uh, you know, when the last lights of Castle Black vanished behind him, John slowed his mare to a walk. He had a long journey ahead and the only horse to see him. This is the only horse he had to see him through. Um, so he talks about a little bit about how, like, I need to, um, you know, kind of pace my horse here. We would need he would need to find new clothes soon. Um, he was clad in black from head to heal high leather riding buttes you know rough spun breeches and tunics sleeveless leather jerkin heavy wool cloak even his long sword and dagger were sheathed in black moleskin uh, it says a stranger wearing black was viewed with cold suspicion in every village and hold fast north of the neck uh, just because a lot of people you know know especially up there oh this is probably a deserter mm-hmm. yeah uh, it says not even not even it said Bran might want to even let him in but Maester Lewin had better sense he would bar the gates and send John away as he should
0: yeah, as he should. Yeah, um, man. So he's starting to realize what people are gonna say when, mm-hmm. when his family, right? He, those who really well. I
1: mean, what would happen if he showed up at Rob's encampment? Rob would take his head. I don't know that Rob would take his head, but it, it's certainly Catelyn would be would call him a deserter, and someone would take of, his head. All of this stuff, yeah. I mean, it's 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 like it's Northern men. Like even even if you just tried to go in without Rob knowing surely other people would be like oh you're john snow mm-hmm. i mean you're you're edard stark's bastard i mean he would they would fi- he would be i think he would be found out pretty quickly when you're hanging out with northern men who a lot of them you know
0: yeah. uh, i mean it, it really it, it, and he doesn't know whether we well, we're getting to rob becoming king and so so he doesn't know whether he could even have the authority to release him from his vow and all that kind of stuff and absolutely you know and then the other thing with with the night's watch is that like they're different from the rest of the realm actually they are their own thing i mean they're they're Mm -hmm. i don't know so i think he would it'd be a huge test for rob especially if he were found out in front of the other men it's like what are you gonna do here's and then there's probably gonna be disagreements about what should be done did he say the words did he not um because how do you know? I mean, do, what are they going to do? They're going to contact Mormont and say, did he say the words? That'll take some time. Um, if you're wearing the right. black, then, yeah, it's a dead giveaway. But they know he went He went up there. Did he just not say him and then he left or something? You know, and he's just on his own? So I don't know, though. Aren't
1: they wearing black before they take their vows? Like, as soon as you show up, you kind of get fitted. Because Sam, yeah. remember they
0: talked about... I mean, it's not like right, full I, garb, but... But I think you have an option to leave. Well, unless, you do. Unless you're sitting up so. there. Unless you're sent up there for uh, right. k- criminal reasons or whatever, but I think—do they ever say what happens
1: to women? What like, mean? Well, I, I mean, women don't have the option of taking the black.
0: No. I, don't
1: Do they, I wonder if they just have to join, like, what is it like? The, they they the, have to join, like, the faith, the faith, essentially. Yeah.
0: Yep. Exactly. Wonder, yeah. The but I was,
1: I was thinking about this week when I was reading. I was like, you know, I, I don't know if they, if it's ever exactly said. What happens mm-hmm. to women criminals since they, you know, they don't have a yeah, option of taking the yeah. black? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's to join the faith. Yep, yeah, pretty sure. So, but yeah, anyways. Um, okay, we haven't mentioned Ghost yet. So, Ghost is with him this whole way, too, right? So, mm-hmm. Ghost is out kind of tracking, doing different things. Uh, it's neat that Ghost at one point falls back. And so, it's like he hears things way ahead of. Uh, John hearing stuff and he kind of knows what's going on he's in tune with the land because he eventually well, he was trying to keep up right Ghost is trying to keep mm-hmm. up and John sees it as well he just kind of fell back because he can't keep pace with the horse and so he'll catch up later eventually or whatever uh, but I think it's more than that I think Ghost sort of knows they're being followed
1: yeah so yeah I'm with you on that because I cuz i i don't know i think ghost could keep up okay me too i, mean, I actually think so. he's yeah, a dire wolf I mean, he's not a regular wolf he's a, he's a dire wolf man he's not a regular wolf they're they're totally
0: different yeah yeah um so anyways let's get to the part here where where he's ghost has left him and he's like he's asking where he's at he's calling to him right he's wanting to know where ghost is at he pulls out his uh, he kept he had a little bit of um biscuit and cheese Right, um, mm-hmm. while well, his mayor grazed yeah. along the King's Road, and then he also had an apple that he had saved too. Just want to point out, yeah, that's all you need Yeah, he kind of, yeah, he, yeah, he kind of shows up here as Mol, at Moles Town.
1: This is right about when he's when he gets he gets here to Mol, Moles Town. He's gonna hang out. He's gonna like hang out for a second you know it says Molestown was bigger than it seemed the three quarters of, of it was underground and deep warm cellars uh it says even the hoard even the whorehouse was down there nothing on the surface but a wooden shack no bigger than a privy with a red lantern hung over the door
0: mm-hmm. yep buried treasure my friend yeah
1: he, he talks about you know this was oath-breaking too yet no one seemed to care but you know it's not necessarily oath-breaking Is it? And this this is something I like that they discuss a little bit um, where it says they never and Sam even says this too although Sam I guess totally does break it <laughs> uh, well I mean at the at the end the show right at the very yeah. end we're get where Gilly's, Gilly's pregnant because he is then fathering children but at that point the nights watch doesn't even exist anymore <laughs> yeah. so uh, and the wall's not there so who cares um uh, you know but um yes yeah, you know they should father no children does not say you can't lay with a woman, just says father no children.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So but John says here, you know, that was oath breaking too, yet no one seemed to care. So they do care if you desert, but
0: not if you sleep around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um Alright cool. So yeah, as he's and he's not gonna go real close to Molestown. He's gonna be he's out there on the outskirts, right? And he um right. let's see, he after he's he's sitting there eating a little bit, he talked about uh, he had brought some salt beef as well um, a rasher of bacon all these good you know good things um things he wish he would he wish he would have brought more all this kind of stuff so he's sitting under the trees uh eating here mm. getting a snack and then he hears right doesn't he hear uh the the pursuit the dis- right yeah well just just before that just before that though he
1: um you know it says the snowmelt was icy cold he drank and he splashed some on his face until his cheeks tingled his fingers were throbbing, worse than they had in days, and his head was pounding too. Am I doing the right thing, he told himself, so why do I feel so bad? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's kind of just uh, sitting there thinking about it, but then that's, uh, you know, right right here when it says um, he, he hears he hears something. Yeah, off in the trees, a distant scream of a frightened animal made him look up. His mare uh, whined nervously, had, had his wolf found some prey, uh, ghosts, you know, ghosts to me um you know then then you hear like an owl i'll take i'll take flight uh you know he's yelling he's ghost where are you ghost where are you um you know and so he thinks maybe it's a bear or something
0: hmm. yeah yeah um and he's hearing the 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 voices of as they as they get closer uh he hears them talking and you know Pip mm-hmm. and Gren and and um Going back right, and forth, yeah. conversing. Yeah. About. So yes, yeah, so, yeah. Certain he came this way. We can't be certain. He could have ridden
1: east for all you know, or left the road to cut through the woods. That's what I would do. You know, in the dark, and they're just talking back and forth, and yeah, you know, yeah, stuff like that. They're basically you know calling each other
0: stupid. You know, all all this right. kind of all the all the all this kind
1: of stuff. It's great. Yeah. It's great.
0: Yeah. Um, and then he's he's sort of like uh, he, he's upset that that they're there because he's thinking, Darn it! If come dawn. If they're not in their beds, they'll be named deserters too. And you know, I I think he has a a oh uh, I mean not that you can just freely ride off to wherever you want, but I I don't think just riding in the countryside. I don't know. I don't know what the exact rules are because the, the Night's Watch owns or you know they they farm or they they have some land there. Uh, mm-hmm. but, so I don't know how far away he is in terms of like the or Molestown in terms of like the gift or the new gift and all that kind of stuff, but he's thinking Maybe he just maybe he just thinks because they're with him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And he
1: like specifically left Longclaw there, so they're immediately gonna think, oh he's deserting and then he took his friends with him.
0: Yeah, that could be. That could be and so he's gonna have to Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't want them to be found with him. So so yeah. Um yeah. they don't really hear anything for for a bit. There's some back and forth right uh and then Let's see. Out of the corner of his eye, John glimpsed a pale uh, shape moving through the trees. Leaves rustled and ghosts came bounding out of the shadows so suddenly that John's mare started and gave a whinny. There, Halder said. Um, I hear it too. Traitor, John told the dire wolf, right? He's, he's like, oh, yeah. gosh. He jumps out. I mean, he could have been more stealthy, uh, but mm-hmm. he, 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 here he is. Here's the location. Um, does he know? Is ghost under the influence of Blood Raven at this time? Well, I mean, hey, it's possible. It's possible. Um, oh man, so so they kind of circle him up here, don't they? It's like it's like one against seven, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't, yeah. Pull up, Grin
1: Gren said you can't outrun us all. You know, John wheels around to face them, get back. I don't wish to hurt you, but I will if I have to. You know, one against seven. They say like, um, you know, John's like, what do you want with me? He says, I I belong with my brother. We're your brothers now. You know, they'll cut your head off if they catch you. You know. Uh, This is so stupid. It's like something the Aurochs would do, um, you know, Uh, you know, so then they're just kind of yelling at each other. You know, Rob's or John says, you know, they murdered my father. It's war. My brother Rob is fighting in the Witherlands. They said, you know, we know Sam told us everything. We're sorry about your father, but it doesn't matter. Once you say the words, you can't leave no matter what. Um, But then. Uh, you know, they go right here. Now my watch begins, you said it, and it shall not end until my death. Mm-hmm. So there's just some possible uh, foreshadowing there. Yep. Uh, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, I love um, that they yeah, all kind of say the words, right? You know, Grin, I shall live and
1: die in my post. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, you don't have to tell me the words. I know them as well as you do. You know, why couldn't they let him just go, go in peace? You know, I am the sword in the darkness, the watcher on the walls. Yeah. I am the fire that burns against the cold, the light that brings the dawn, the horn that wakes the sleepers, the shield that guards the realms of men.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I pledge my life and honor to the night's watch for this night and all the nights to come. Yeah. It's great. So, so John reaches over, grabs his reins, says, "So here are your
1: choices: kill me, or, uh, or, um, or no, sorry. They say so. So, uh, so here are your choices: kill me, or come back with me." John lifts his sword and lowers it. You know, damn you, damn mm-hmm. you all. Yeah. Uh, you know, they say Do we have to bind your hands. He says, "I won't run." Um. You know. Then he then he looks at ghost. He says, "Small help you were, right?" You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's like ghost leads him right to him. So. Right. Um, yeah you know we had best hurry so then the, so the, uh, so the basically they got they got to race back they do before dawn now that yeah. you know yeah now they, now they got to race back he says but uh fortunately he says they made good time dawn was still an hour off when john glimpsed the towers of castle black ahead of them um you know uh, uh dark against the pale uh, immensity of the wall it did not seem like home this time Mm-hmm. Uh, they could take him back. John told himself, but they could not make him stay. This war would not end on the morrow or the day after. And his friends could not watch him day and night. He was by at his time, make them think he was content to remain there. Uh, and then he would, when they'd grow lax, he would be off again. Uh, this time he's thinking about different ways he could do it. Right. You know, yep. he could follow the wall East, perhaps all the way to the sea, a longer route but a safer one, or even West to the mountains. And south over the high passes—that was the wildling's way, hard and perilous. But at least no one would follow him. He would stay within a hundred leagues of Winterfell or the King's Road. Yeah, that's would be smart if that was actually what you wanted mm. him to do. But so they yep. get there. Uh, Says so Sam awaited them in the old stables, uh, slumped on the ground against a bale of hay, too anxious to sleep. He rose and brushed himself off. Uh, you know, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad they found you, John. Uh, and John's like, I'm not.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so so he's upset. I mean, he's still gonna be planning to to leave, but uh, he's got duties to attend to. They're all a little bit uh, like, oh, it's gonna be a long day. Thanks, John. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this sucks. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so he'll get back to his his steward uh, duties here, and he'll he'll come across Mormont, right? So within yeah, the hour. Just, yeah. Yeah, when the day broke, John walked to the kitchens as he did every dawn. Three Fingered Hob
1: said nothing and gave him the old bear's breakfast. Today it was three brown eggs boiled hard with fried bread, ham, steak, and a bowl of wrinkled plums. Sir Ezra, you and I made that. We made yeah. that out of, at right out of the World of Rice Fire cookbook. Um, sure. You know, uh, so he he goes in. The Raven is you know uh, corking corn, corn, corn. Um, you know, put the food on the table. The old bear said, glancing up, and I'll have some beer. Uh, best way to start the day right oh, yeah yellow yeah, beer ham, yep. ham ham steak and
0: beer yep. okay sign sign me up <laughs> uh that's funny yeah hey now he he claimed that he uh, uh he drank lemon in his beer every day and claimed that that mm-hmm. was why uh he still had his own teeth hey so a lot of people do that man you think know, about that
1: abs- yeah with some some lemon or orange or lime in there. Yeah. Um, you know, he says doubtless you loved your father. You know, the things we love destroy us every time, lad. Remember when I told you that? You know, I remember John said, um, and see that see that you never forget it. So John, you know, John says to him with his throat kind of dry like you know, uh, you know, no, the raven echoed Do you think they chose me as the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch because I'm dumb as a stump snow? Eamon told me you'd go. I told him you'd be back. I know my men, and I know my boys, too. Honor set you on the king's road, and honor brought you back. Yeah. Yeah, and he says, my friends brought me back. Did I say it was your honor? That's like, I love that. I love that line. That's that's just, that's one of the the best lines of the chapter.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were doing, they were looking out for their brother. You know, they were... Uh he, he was he was bailing and, and they knew it would cause him con- there would be heavy consequences to pay and, and he wasn't thinking right, so they had to track him down and bring him back and that's that they were honor bound to do that. So it's it's mm-hmm. cool. Really cool, but yeah. Yeah, um, he says. You know, I order them. Keep a watch over
1: you. You are seen leaving. If your brothers had not fetched you back, uh, you would have been taken along the way and not by friends, unless you have a horse with wings like a raven. Well, well I mean, maybe he gets something like that later. Yeah, uh, you know. Do you? Uh, John felt like a fool. No, pity. We could use a horse like that. I mean, wow. Wow. yeah. I, the Daenerys dragons
0: seem to do pretty. seem to do a pretty good job. So yeah. <laughs> uh i don't know man we found out in, in fire and blood they can't go north of the wall something's up right right So, um so you know basically uh the conversation just kind of continues
1: on between uh you know between them and then and then mormon kind of changes it you know changes the subject here about uh because he says you know we, we've got we've got bigger fr- fish to fry right yeah yeah um he says uh you know he says, your father's dead. Do you think you can bring him back? No. Uh, he answered, sullen good. Mormont said, we've seen the dead come back, you and me, and it's not something I uh, care to see again. Um, he says, your brother's in the field with all the power of the north behind him and any of, and any one of his lord's bannermen commands more swords than you'll find in all the night's watch. Why do you imagine that they need your help? You are such a mighty warrior. Are you such a mighty warrior or do you carry a grumpkin in your pocket uh, to magic up your sword? hmm. Um, you know, then the old bear says, "You're not the only one touched by this war, like it or not. My sister is marching in your brother's host. Her and those daughters of her, are dressed in men's mail. Mage is a, uh, you know, she's an old snark, stubborn, short-tempered, and willful. Truth be told, I can hardly stand <laughs> to be around the wretched woman, but uh, that does not mean my love for her is any less
0: than the love you
1: bear for your sisters."
0: Yeah. He's um, he's kind of yeah. making the the, like like the I. It's like, really, what is one sword going to do, there, right? Like, 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 like what, are are you some master swordsman, some master commander? You know, yeah. If you're Jamie Lannister and you can command troops and you're whatever, then then sure, you can inspire men and all that kind of stuff. He hasn't, he hasn't um, done that yet. He hasn't, he, he's, yeah, he, hasn't, he hasn't done that yet. He yeah. doesn't have those those experience points yet. So. Yeah. Um,
1: You know, then I I just like this line here. My place is here. Where is yours, boy? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So he's so the words could not come. I do not know. I do. The Lord Commander said the cold winds are rising snow beyond the wall. The shadows lengthen. Cotterpike writes of vast herds of elk steaming south the east towards the sea and mammoths as well. He says one of his men discovered huge misshapen footprint not three leagues from East Watch. Rangers from the Shadow Tower have been found, um, have found whole villages abandoned. And at night, Sir, uh, you know, Danie, uh, Danes says they they see fires in the mountains, huge blazes that burn from dusk till dawn. Corn Halfhand took a captive in the depths of the gorge, and the man swears that Mance Raider is massing all of his people in some new secret stronghold he's found. To what end? The gods only know. But do you think your uncle Benjen was the only ranger we've lost this past year? Yeah. Mm. Benjen,
0: the raven squawked. Benjen. Wow. Yeah, so it's like... What I like about this is that is that Mormont finally is revealing kind of his inner thoughts. Like he's getting a... Like the tippy-top guy at the at the Night's Watch he's speaking with, the Lord Commander. And... Mm-hmm. He's. We've talked about the Lord Commander possibly grooming him for takeover, and that this is this is more of an honor than he thinks it is, and all that good stuff. But he's he's showing him what he's thinking. He's like, I'm not an idiot here. I I see, I can feel the wind changing. You know, when John was in the stable at the beginning of this chapter, uh, or just outside of uh, Castle Black, it talked about the dead winds, and it, the the death was in every other line. It seemed like when they described the way things looked and the way things felt as he left so it's like all the men at the night's watch feel that and they sense it so jor kind of he, he knows what's up here and he's letting john in on that and he's like we're, we're going to mass our own host right that's mm-hmm. what he says they're, they're going to form their own host and ride out yeah absolutely
1: he says you know do you think your brother's war is more important than ours Mm. i mean that should be a line that sticks with john throughout the remainder of his character because that's essentially uh you know what what it is you know it's like the the war of the the war of the dead right you know we see that in in season seven and, and season eight is way more important than well i guess i shouldn't say that but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what we thought uh at least and that's probably the way it's going to go here in the books where that war is 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 more important yeah yeah you know he says, "Your Lord Father sent you to uh, to us, John. Who can say why?" There's a question for you.
0: Yeah, who can say why?
1: <laughs> yeah, all I know is that the blood of the first men flows in the veins of the Starks. The first men built the wall, and it is said they remember things otherwise forgotten. And that beast of yours, he led us to the Whites. Warned you of a dead man on their steps, Sir Jeremy. Sir Jeremy was doubt, would doubtlessly call that. Uh, happenstance yet sir jeremy is dead and i'm not lord mormont stabbed a chunk of ham with the point of his dagger i think you were meant to be here and i want you and that wolf of yours with us when we go beyond Beyond. the wall yeah let's Let's go go.
0: yeah it's it's pretty cool because like mormont is showing him that yeah you've it's funny the, the further south you go all of the rumors and the grumpkins and the snarks and the children and the and the giants it's all fable it's all story right mm-hmm. not to mormont he's too no. close to it and he's too smart to not understand what's happening and he's like "I've well heard the, all those the, even stories.
1: those in the north man it seems like the further north you get and all the wildlings are like you don't know what's exactly. beyond like I exactly mean, OSHA, osha osha says yeah you don't know you you haven't seen what i've seen
0: exactly yeah, so how can you speak to it? You've never been up there. You don't understand. The wind yeah. feels different there. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Something stirs. So
1: yeah, you heard me. I mean to find Benjamin Stark alive or dead. I will not sit here meekly and wait for the snows and the ice winds. We must know what is happening. This time, the Night's Watch will ride in force against the king beyond the wall, the others, and any else. That may be out there. I mean to command them myself. He pointed his dagger at John's chest. By custom, the Lord commanded Steward is his squire as well, but I do not care uh, to wake every dawn wondering if you've run off again. So I will have an answer from you, Lord Snow, and I will have it now. Are you a brother of the Night's Watch or only a bastard boy
0: who wants to play at war? Let's go. Oh, man. (laughs) Mormont can fire you up, right? I mean, it's great. Yeah. Are you a brother of the Night's Watch? Are you? Are you actually? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because your other brothers who, you know, you don't, they don't have as much prowess. They're not, they're not military guys. They're, they're, old, they're cooks. They're, I don't know, they're small folk, right? And mm-hmm. they had more honor, and they went and retrieved him on the road and brought him back. They are brothers of the Night's Watch. So now it's like John's got to step up. I mean, this is, this is a call to action, right? He's, it's now or never. Answer now. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Yeah. 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 I am yours, my lord.
1: Your man, I swear it, I will not run again. The old bear snorted, good. Now go put on your sword. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's go. It's time. And it's pretty cool as a reader the first time to think like, oh, because you thought you have been hearing that the Night's Watch is a joke, all this kind of stuff, but you don't know what's going on. Now you're like holy cow they're going to war too there's something worth going like they're okay we've been hearing mm-hmm. about the king beyond the wall in the first we've couple heard of chapters his name. Yeah, yeah yeah first couple of chapters and now it's coming back up man's raider man Mance you know, yeah yeah so and he's so not what we expect too by the way mm-hmm. when we meet him it's no great. not at no not at all yeah it's great so, so. all right well whoo It's awesome awesome yeah. great chapter um Excited now! Now the stuff with the night with the Night's Watch just really picks up, and it's it's a lot of fun to read those chapters too. So uh it's kind of funny how Danny and John's stories really they weren't as exciting. They were kind of blah and mundane to start this book, and then they they pick up here at the end, and then they're really going to take off in the next book. So yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that well because um
1: it's just that they're so they're so far away from everyone else. I mean. John's is a little bit easier just because Tyrion is there at the beginning. Um and yeah. so it's like, oh you feel that connection. But yeah, as you said, yeah, Danny's is so far away. We really only hear of her like once or twice. I mean, we really only hear of her, you know, the the handful of times that Robert Brathian is like freaking out about her over over an SO. So mm-hmm. um Yeah, and John's John's is the same, but then you know, later we start to get Sam chapters as well. And so that expands, you know, the kind of the, the, Night, the Night's Watch stories and it becomes such a bigger, a bigger part. So, um, yeah. Yeah. As, as things get infinitely much more spread out in this, uh, in this next, in the, in the next book, which
0: we're, whoo. I mean, man, we're like almost there. <laughs> yeah. Gearing up for it now. Okay. Uh, so let's dive in here. We've got, uh, we, we've got a raven for you guys this week. I think we might have a couple. Uh, but let's see. We've got a raven from uh, Sir Chris. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of about Sir Arthur Dane. Uh, he says that seeing that Sir Arthur Dane is by far my favorite character and the best swordsman in A Song of Ice and Fire, that's right, Sir Matt, better than Sir Barristan Selmy. Uh, I'm down for a trial by combat uh, over it if it comes to that. Laugh out loud, just kidding. Uh, I just started thinking about a theory that could have been give, that could have given him a larger role in the series if he hadn't have died at the Tower of Joy. The Tower of Joy scene is one of my favorite moments in the series, second only to uh, the King of the North scene. Sorry if the theory is uh, all over the place or has plot holes. I wanted to know what you guys thought about it. Really hope you enjoy it. As always, appreciate your podcast, good service. So here we go. This is his theory about uh, Sir Arthur Dane. My theory is that Lyanna and Rhaegar knew it was likely that they wouldn't survive much longer, and so they entrusted Sir Arthur Dayne with the responsibility of raising Jon in secret. If they had planned on living past the birth, why wouldn't Rhaegar send them, or uh, send with them, uh, a maester? In the show, Nad asked for a maester, uh, but there are none. I also find it hard to believe that Rhaegar thought he would make it out of the Battle of the Trident alive, considering he only. Um, uh, considering he only dropped his books and picked up a sword a couple of years prior why arthur dane instead of ned because ned had already been married to catelyn uh, and had rob knowing his reputation for having uh, in- incredible honor as well they knew that passing john jahares off to a, off as a bastard born son of ned would be hard to believe by most also, how did they know Ned even knew where Lyanna was? Lyanna was captured at least nine months before that day, so uh, the two probably didn't think anyone would find them. Dane, however, was not only a uh, devoted and honorable knight willing to do anything for his prince, but he was also from Dorne. Dorne has a history of holding their own against even Aegon the Conqueror and appear as their own entity, much like the North. This would make it easier to hide John. Jaehaerys from Robert, uh, especially because Robert would be married to a Lannister whom the Martells hate. It would be harder to hide him with Ned right under Robert's nose. In the event that the child would show Targaryen traits, Ned wouldn't be able to call him his bastard unless he admitted to sleeping with the Targaryen, which would be seen as a betrayal by Robert. However, the Danes are known for having purple or Uh, Dark blue eyes and even pale blonde silver hair. So in the event that Arthur Dane had to pass off the child uh, as uh, his, he could. The part of the story I think the show portrayed incorrectly is when Arthur Dane uh, prepares to kill Ned. I think in the books, he will not have any intention on killing Ned. He even wishes Ned good luck in the wars to come. This leads me to believe Arthur Dane had no intention of dying, as well as no intention of killing Ned. He is said by Gurm himself as being better than Sir Bariston Selmy when wielding Dawn and Jamie Lannister tells Loris Tyrell that Sir Arthur Dane could have taken him along with five other knights using his left hand while quote taking a piss. If that's true, he must have been confident that he would not be killed in the fight. He had to kill the others, however, because only Ned could be trusted with the secret of his nephew. In the show, sorry for going back and forth between book and show, you can clearly see that uh, Dane is torn, because he doesn't want to kill all these men who believe what they are doing is right, but knows what must be done according to his oath. Before getting the chance to talk to Ned, Hallen Reed sees Ned disarm and stab... I'm sorry... Helen Reed sees Ned disarmed and stabs Sir Arthur Dane in the back, leaving Ned to believe that, quote, if it weren't for Helen Reed, I'd be dead. This forced Liana to go with option two, giving the baby to Ned to be raised um, as his bastard. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's kind yeah. of like like basically the plan was Foredoine to raise the child, to protect the child, to leave. Hopefully, then hopefully they're never found out at the at the Tower of Joy, right? Hopefully that mm-hmm. never happens, and then you take the child to uh, to Dorne or to wherever, and and the child is raised, maybe by his sister or who knows. But that didn't happen because of of Hall and Reed. Hall and Reed kind of messes up and doesn't realize that oh, this guy's actually. Trying to help us all, and Dane has orders to only trust Eddard Stark. You know, I don't know that that's interesting. Yeah. It, it's interesting to think that Dane was the uh, option number one, and then now because he's dead, we have to call an audible and we hand this child to, um, to Ned. You know, well, yeah. what if what if he would have had Targaryen traits?
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I got the map. I got the, I got the map pulled up here of of the Robert's Rebellion. Yeah. And just and just you know so the the first battle right is the battle at Gulltown, right that's in the Erie right when the John Aaron says okay we're going we're we're mm-hmm. la- we're launching the war and then you kind of look at where things go you know you've got the battles at, at at Summerhall then you go over to the battle of Ashford and then you go all the way up to the battle of the Bells which is like in the Riverlands then you go even further north to the battle of the Trident so we're when Rhaegar dies um, it's interesting just thinking about where john and or you know where Le- pregnant liana is at the time because they go all the way from ashford which is you know in the reach to the battle of the bells which is all the way up in the Riverlands, and then the trident which is at you know you know you're getting you're getting right there in the neck if if not almost in the north um it just seems like uh they get further and further away from the tower of joy yeah and so i'm, I'm you know i mean obviously you know a lot of that has to do with robert's movement as well but just kind of interesting to think that oh they were really close and they get really far away, yeah. Um and and if you know that maybe that was some maybe Rhaegar wanted to have the battle at the Trident, um because it seems like you know I mean yeah they're racing around to, um, get Robert, but it, I I feel like the war could have been a lot a lot easier and maybe it's just because Ned Stark was bringing his men down so they you know they're also just thinking about strategically the, where they decided. You know where they were marching their forces, or if they're just chasing Robert, um, or I mean, because Storm's End is just down the street from King's Landing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, if you if you take if you take storm if you take Storm's End, then you've got the entire south, right? Yeah. I mean, rather than rather than trying to chase Robert Robert and these men around, I mean, <clears throat> if you secure Storm's End, you've got door in your back pocket. You've got the Reach on on your side too. If you secure the Stormlands, who cares about where Robert Baratheon is? Because then it's just you versus the North. Yeah, and then and then you know then Tywin Lannister's just sitting there, so maybe you could then convince him to join because it looks like you're gonna do it. But I don't know. Maybe that's also something we'll find out about Rhaegar's plan um, in in the books later because it's just it's maybe he wanted the, the battle at the Trident because it was a lot further away.
0: Yeah, he could have. That's a good point. I see what you're saying. Yeah, to to move it away from um, Lyanna and, and his unborn child, yeah. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Huh, interesting. All right, well, wow, yeah, thanks, uh, Sir Chris. That's, I, I enjoyed reading that, and I think that's – it probably, I mean, likely could very well be. Mm-hmm. We know Sir Arthur Dayne is extremely trusted by Rhaegar, and, and uh, mm-hmm. so – Because, yeah, I mean, think about it, when,
1: when in the show – you know, we missed you at the Triton while we were really far away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so it's <laughs> uh, interesting something there. So, um, okay. So we do have another one here from uh lady, Aaron. Uh, she just says, sir, Matt and sir Ezra. I just wanted to send a huge thank you for your podcast. Um a part-time stay at home mom with two baby girls. And my favorite time of the day is when I get to, uh, push my youngest in the stroller stroller and listen to you guys. Seriously. Some days you are the, break that is saving my sanity (laughs) uh she says i'm a show watcher turned book reader thanks to your encouragement i've been to watch the show in 2016 then watch the other seasons as they came out Uh, the second baby was born Last summer, uh, she says she shares her birthday with Harry Potter, which uh, mm. basically made her life. And she spent her first month sleeping uh, through the rewatch during season eight. I wanted to hear everything I could about the show and listen to a bunch of different podcasts at first. Soon, I found yours, uh, and I wanted I wanted to hear uh she says you're the only one i wanted to hear because you guys were positive i love game of thrones and i and i love season eight too i don't mind criticism but it disappointed me to hear loyal game of thrones fans trashing the show after so many seasons supporting it you gave me hope season eight doesn't have to be um the way i leave westeros i can dive into the series as a whole uh world it creates so now um I and often my whole family are listening to the reread. Um, you guys are wow. smart, entertaining, dedicated, and fully on board with whatever game of Thrones has in store. Next, uh, true loyal fans. Thank you. And, um, Gura for giving me this world to escape to lady Aaron. Mm. Uh, she says PS when the long night, uh, you know, if that, or blood, whatever it ultimately ends up becoming was airing, um, you know, uh, Oh, it's just about the episode when *The Long Night* was airing. Both babies started crying, and I just uh, let it happen. I was so captivated; I felt like part of the of a rare worldwide TV moment. Um, it's not negligent; they'll understand one day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they will. Uh, she says, uh, "P.S. I ask your podcast is perfect, but I'm totally in support of more than one chapter a week if that format ever inspires you." Yeah. Um, it may yeah uh, yeah, for yeah first of all thank you lady arian yeah any positive ravens will immediately be read on the show yeah i mean yeah that's 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 your best way to you know yeah you know i mean it's like it's like you know i the more i think about season eight um yeah you know i i I, I, you know stuff we said I, i feel like it's rushed but the further we get away from it the further i still remember how amazing the rest of the show is and there's still parts i love i love the the long i love the first three episodes the first three episodes are amazing and yeah um you know when i think back to other shows you know a lot of shows final seasons are not very good Mm -hmm. uh i mean i mean hard to finish uh, them yeah yeah i mean when i like think about the tv show heroes everyone's like oh the first season was amazing yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah well it's still amazing i mean that's right uh, y- you know i mean i mean tons of tons of shows final final seasons people are become by that time more often than not people are becoming huge actors and they're either not there or um whatever i mean i love the x-files but the last like few seasons of the x-files before it went off its original run were not really good they were pretty bad uh you know it's like so i mean just other, other there's other shows too but that's just kind of how it goes
0: Hmm. yeah
1: you know a lot of times the actors are just dialing it in and and stuff like
0: that. So, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. What I'm I'm excited. We the news that came out this um, past week too about the other TV shows that are coming out. Yeah, HBO right?
1: ordering a, a Dance with Dragons series, and you know it's funny because they said they weren't going to do that, but now it's like, well, okay, that's like the first place I'd go. It's like, look, all we really want is like Aegon's conquest, Duncan Egg, you know, Fire Rebellion, or mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Dance yeah. of dragons. I mean, that's that's it. Yeah, you know, that's it. I'm yeah. I'm way more excited for that than I am the long night.
0: Right. You know, the the thing with the long night is is that it could be exciting. We it really could, we just don't have any textual. We we don't really know what it's like. It's gonna be a hundred kingdoms versus seven, and so right. that's different to us. And we're sort of like, oh, what do we do? We we, we don't really. That's, <laughs> I mean who do we ally with it's it's, it's yeah tough.
1: i mean robert's Rebellion's definitely i mean because you know said they have like potentially five in the works it's like robert rebellion robert's rebellion not happening there's no way because Gurr hasn't even finished telling that story yeah um dunk and egg not happening because he hasn't finished telling you know that that story and so that's why i don't think we'll see blackfire rebellion i think when he is finished with that it's possible because dunk and egg are a part of that you know they're they're a part of those those blackfire um rebellions it takes place in the in the middle not certainly not the first you, one yeah but the second one i mean the second one is is put down by sir duncan the tall uh, yeah. i mean yeah. so you know then some of those third and third and fourth ones come in come into into play there too so i think the dance of dragons whew, man it is it's gonna be war it's, it's gonna be
0: great so yeah yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be good hopefully that goes on for a bit and then he has time to tell the story and so we can go to those that duncan egg uh possible tv show or something that would people would love that they'd eat it up it'd be crazy Mm -hmm. yeah so so uh all right well uh anything else sir ezra uh no just i think this week uh again once uh, depending on how things go this week uh you know guys i don't know how do i put this a lot of big decisions to make i'm literally if you heard me probably if you go back and listen to this episode about three times during it i got kind of quiet and I'm like looking at my phone, and I got other things going on. I have so much going on right now, and Sir Matt can probably tell. Sometimes when I'm just sort of like, "Well, what happened is," so like I got some major, major decisions to make this week, and I'm I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna, I, I don't know. There's, they have to be made, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's just gonna gonna rise up and make the decision. I'm gonna do what's best, and so know that that's happening. Um, also know that this week most likely. Uh, I'm going to have more time and we'll be able to <laughs> work we're g- we're g- <laughs> hey, next week. Sir, Matt, that. I'm at, I'm at 98.3% right now. Okay. Wow. Okay. It keeps going up. Um, and okay. Okay. So, but no, I was thinking about the Patreon series. We, we were excited to kind of, uh, work on that. And then some things just sort of boom, uh, hit me. Oh, also, um, so yeah, we've got a lot of stuff is coming out to you this September. So we, we're working on uh, getting everything out there. I didn't even tell you this, sir Matt. Our our um, this happened today on uh oh gosh, our artist back from the dead, man. Came, wow. Yeah. Back. Well, sorry oh. we already ordered a bunch
1: of stuff from other people. Yeah. But we
0: are, going forward. <laughs> going forward. I mean, basically, uh, you know had like a life crisis and disappeared off the face of the earth and Mm -hmm. yeah back and ready to go big letter was sent to us just got it before we started the show so that's exciting Yeah, nice so good news all right guys well um i
1: think it's time here to uh you know to sign off um uh, we just want to thank you for playing the game of thrones our next episode we will be discussing chapter 71 the
0: penultimate episode you know uh
1: mm. catlin 11
0: yeah and we haven't done this in a while but i want to thank uh, maluka just for providing the outro and if you haven't had a chance to go over to youtube and her patreon page you should definitely check that out at maluka.com bunch of cool stuff there uh from skyrim and and uh, other cool fantasy stuff so Uh, If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com.
1: We will see you in a week, and remember that winter is coming.